Good morning. Good morning. Today, Pastor Mac is on his way to Greece, so we'll keep him in our prayers on vacation with his family. So this morning we have uh, Vicar Benjamin Lippa with us, and um, we will be looking at the readings and um, uh, for the 18th Sunday after Pentecost. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you exalted your Son to the place of all honor and authority. Enlighten our minds by your Holy Spirit, that confessing Jesus as Lord, we may be led into all truth. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading, <coughs> excuse me, the Old Testament reading for the 17th Sunday, the 18th Sunday after Pentecost is from Ezekiel chapter 18. <clears throat> the word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord God, this proverb shall be no more be used by you in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father, as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul whose sin shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel. Is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from his wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life because he considered and turned away from all transgressions that he had committed. He shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel. Every one according to his ways declares the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest iniquity be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed, and make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God. So turn and live. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from Paul's letter to the congregation of Philip in the second chapter. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and incoherent. Children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of the, word of the life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out of a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. When Jesus entered into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, from where did it come? From heaven or from man? And they discussed it among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from man, we are afraid of the crowd, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you but what authority I do these things. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same thing. And he answered, I go, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly, I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterwards change your minds and believe him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this is a difficult text. And um, Jesus tells this parable um, to the Pharisees, uh, to the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day. And and also in the hearing were were the tax collectors and the prostitutes. And he said, there are two sons. One's got a mouth and he says what he thinks Doesn't care if you don't like it, you're going to hear it. We call this one stubborn, rebellious, and disrespectful. The other one's different. He knows exactly what to say, and he wants to be heard. He says all the right things, but with no intention of ever doing them. A smooth talker, we would say. And when his father found out he didn't go as he was asked, as he said, he probably thought he could talk his way out of it. You know the types. So, which of these two sons did the will of the father? Well, the answer is really neither. Um, As a parent, I can tell you that neither would make me very happy. And yet there's a difference between the two. For when the Jewish leaders point to the first son as the one who did the will of his father, Jesus doesn't disagree. For the first son didn't only eventually do what his father asked of him. He did something much more important. He changed his mind. He repented. And that really is the key to this text is repentance. Now, when we talk in the church about repentance, for most people that is a a negative image. And um, we talked a little bit about this before in my office. Um, And I think the uncomfortability about repentance is uh, the uncomfortability with sin. And you brought that up in Germany, how um, you wanna flesh that out a little bit? Yeah, it's in Germany an issue with the theme of sin because there is on the one hand, the morality um, interpretation of sin, and on the other hand, is um, just a funny interpretation of sin, like, oh, I ate today a whole bar of chocolate, and that was a very huge sin. And um, when we look at these options, there's uh, not the Lutheran way in it, 
for the Lutheran view of sin, because the Lutheran view of sin is just repentance, because almost in life we're um, just thinking that we are not um, using God, and we set us on the or place us on the understanding of God and be our own God. So um, sin is not just um, eating a bar of chocolate or stealing an apple. Sin is the will to be like God. And um, when you were in Germany just would talk about uh, sin, people will close their ears and nobody probably will listen to you because it's just in those two ways described and interpreted and that's uh, went very wrong about the last centuries i think with the yeah nowadays and the piety movement it's really yeah and it, it, i think of sin is totally missing the mark yeah um so eating um three bags of big potato chips that is a sin it, it's called gluttony yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when we confess on Sunday, we've we've sinned in thought, word, and deed by what we've done and by what we've left undone. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We have we've not loved God. Yeah. We've we've made other gods, as you yeah. said. We have not feared, loved, and trusted in God yeah. above all things. Um, so really, we all stand guilty yeah. before the holy holy Father. Um, there is really only one perfect Son in this yeah. whole scenario. And that son is Jesus Christ, who, who emptied himself of everything, became obedient even to the point of death, yeah. death and the cross, that he took all of our sins upon himself and he fulfilled all of the law yeah. uh, from eating that, that, that chocolate bar yeah. <laughs> all the way to the sins of um, all the other sins in the commandments, right? Um, stealing, murder, yeah. adultery, um, telling uh, f false testimony against coveting all of those things jesus fulfilled them perfectly yeah, he will have been able to humble himself and that's a very tough um thing for mankind because it's really tough to love the neighbor yeah. more than me and every day a challenge to love other people more than me yeah so repentance is a complete change of mind. Yeah. It's uh, turning from our inward self to, to God and his will and his way. And so repentance is simply returning back to our baptism and drowning the old Adam so that the new man can daily arise and emerge and live before God, righteousness and purity forever. In, in America, we have a little game um, that children like to play. It's called whack-a-mole. Okay. And what Whack-A-Mole is, is it's, it's a, it's a, it's a electronic board and these little guys come up and then you gotta, uh, you gotta pound them down. Yeah. And then another one comes up yeah. and you gotta pound it down. So you're constantly trying to pound, pound this down. And Luther talks about sin that way, right? Yeah. Uh, the old Adam is a good swimmer. Yeah. We get that one sin pounded down and another one pops up. And, and, and so it's this constant struggle, like Paul talks about, the good that I want to do, I don't do, and the mm. evil that I don't want to do, I keep on doing. So who will rescue me from this body of sin and death? And Paul gives us the answer. Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus, yeah. who rescues us. And it's also um, a daily thing 
to uh, repent, not only a Sunday thing, and because the old Adam has to be drawn every day on the new Luther, Luther said, every day we have to repent to baptism, our own baptism, and just um, kill the old Adam. And, and this is why our, the Luth Lutherans, namely Luther, uh, retained uh, individual or private yeah. confession and absolution yeah. that I don't have to wait just till Sunday morning. Yeah. I can go and confess those sins that bother me to the pastor. Yeah. Or this even works in our own families, right? Yeah. That when I sin against my wife, I can repent and she absolves me in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And that, that's, that forgiveness is as good as if God himself forgave me. Yeah. Um, so we have a beautiful picture of that in, in our, all three of our lessons today. And the hymn, one of the hymns that we'll use on uh, Sunday is um, a great Luther hymn, um, Erhalt uns Herr, uh, Lord, keep us, Lord, keep us steadfast in your word, uh, hymn 655 in Lutheran service book. And um, I'll sing that hymn. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. Curb those who by deceit or sword would wrest the kingdom from your Son and bring to naught all he has done. Lord Jesus Christ, your power make known, for you are Lord of lords alone. Defend your holy church that we may sing your praise eternally. O Comforter of priceless worth, send peace and unity on earth. Support us in our final strife and lead us out of death to life. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. We'll see you in church on Sunday.